What is up, y'all? So welcome back to the 5% Podcast. Now, before we get started, I know Musashi and I want to give a shout-out to our friends that hooked us up uh, with some pre-workouts, so this one right here. Super good. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Valley Fitness Nutrition, y'all. Uh, Musashi, what, what do you know? what's your experience with Valley Fitness Nutrition? I started my fitness journey, seriously, in 2017, and since then, they have always been my go-to sh- uh, shop. Um, the cool- coolest thing about Valley Nutrition is they'll have everything you need like the pre-workouts, like the high-end brands. So right now, the popular brand is Rise, and they have the Rise. And then if there's a specific flavor you want, you could ask the owner, and he'll order it for you. The owner will be there from Monday to Friday, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sometimes he'll be there till 3 p.m. But right now, I think I see on this, um, as an advertisement on TikTok a lot, is Alpha Lions. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to talk to him and see if he can get some Alpha Lions pre-workouts into the store. But, yeah. Another coolest thing about um, the pre-workouts at Valley Nutrition is that you could get scoop one scoop of pre-workout for $2. Oh, so, see, so if I you're trying that, to go... Because you can try different stuff. So if you're trying to go and have specific pre-work, pre-workout you're curious of trying, but you don't want to buy a whole tub, you could ask for a scoop for $2. Dang, that's lit. My favorite thing about Valley Fitness is the protein shakes they got there. They got like a live protein shake bar. So if you ever just want something after your workout, or even like yeah, get your pre before workout, leave, go there, get your pre or your uh, post workout shake, fire. So shout out to Valley Fitness Nutrition. Let's get into the podcast. Tune in. I know you ain't talking about controlling man. I know you ain't sitting here talking about. Let's start this podcast. <laughs> so how would you treat your significant other at the club? Right or wrong? Uh, so wrong answers only. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> Oh, this purple will clash as well with the pink. Oh, you're starting? Okay. I'm here for it. All right. Ah! 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 You do not tell she's tiny. You think I'm skinny? You think I'm skinny? All right, let's start it off. We're doing ASMR for fruit rolls. ASMR. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another segment of 5% Podcast. I'm Musashi. Oh, I'm Cruz. I'm Naomi. We're going to do a little different today. We're, I'm going to have the two girls take over the podcast. And it's our turn today. Plus, it's our like first podcast where we're all back together. It's been which is exciting. It's work been commitment issues. Month. Oh, yeah. Commitment, commitment issues. They're actually work commitment issues. Bro, I saw that in the last <laughs> podcast. I was watching the intro. And I hear Musashi saying, yeah, she has work commitment issues. I'm like, damn, bro, pick a struggle. Two? Work and commitment <laughs> issues. Work and commitment. I'm just airing my whole life. I'm like, do they hear this? Like, damn. The- I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what flavor did you guys get? I don't think I've ever had this flavor before. I, I got, got berry. So oh, berry flavors? Tea. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I just took it from work. Mine's net weight 0.75 ounces. Um, Is that how much you want to weigh? 0.75 ounces? <laughs> <laughs> when you were born. <laughs> that eat, that oh. 21 grams. <laughs> anyway, y'all, so girls, what you, what you got in uh, hand store for us, I should say? So I think Sabrina kind of wants to take this one over for the first part. So, well, for starters, we haven't seen each other in a full minute. It's been mm-hmm. a month. Just wanted to see how's everyone doing. What you guys up to? I am drowning in schoolwork. Really? Hurting on the inside. A lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, how's your yeah. master's going, though? So this semester is probably going to be the hardest semester. Really? Yeah. Not hardest. It's just the workload. Damn. Like, I have... I have two classes I have to write papers on and stuff. Mm. One was a research paper, and I didn't even just write it. Mm. I turned it. So what I learned in masters is, turn in whatever you got. 
you're gonna get a grade out of it. True. I felt that. Did you guys ever like use like that one hack? Like I don't know. At least for me personally, when I was like going through like undergrad, I know like everyone's always like, oh my gosh, I have to type this paper. I have to do this. I literally would leave my papers probably like three hours till they're due, and I would literally speak into my phone. And you know how like when you can like do the voice memos, I would literally write all my essays like like all my papers like that. And then my professors would be like, oh my gosh, it's like I felt like you were talking to me. I was like, because mm -hmm. I was. I wasn't thinking, I just kept on talking, and, like, anything that I had on there would revise it after and be like, mm -hmm. okay, like, let me make this make sense. In all honesty, so, my semester, being a professor and a teacher, yeah, we don't read half that stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, we skim those things. If you're turning in an <laughs> essay, we skim it. Um, if you're turning in a test and it's, like, fill in the blanks, we would just kind of glance over it make sure it's about right. Um, at least me. I know I talk to a lot of other teachers and professors that also work at Fresno State, like you both. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much like it. So that's your life hack. So if you're writing a paper, make sure you have a very strong introduction, a very strong conclusion, and make your body, you know, make it look like it makes sense. Okay, um, make it look like you put in effort. My but, best but, paper yeah. returned in last minute, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, like due, due tomorrow, due tomorrow was my mentality because my best stuff was, like, done under pressure. Like, if I knew shit, I need to make, like, this like this time, mm -hmm. boom, I'd get it done. Oh, like, oh damn it, it's sick. I feel like it's also, too, it's like when you're in that moment, like, you're not thinking of, like, five million other things of, like, how mm. could this paper, like, go better? This was understood. Like, no, like, this is what I know, and if that's it, like, that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, highly recommend y'all. Talk to your professors, talk to your teachers if you're struggling. We're people, too. It looked bad on us if y'all fail. Um, oh, I think my TikTok picked up on... The podcast algorithm, because my gym vlog's not pu pushing anymore. And really? My podcasting's been pushing kind of slowly. We had some interesting podcasts, though, lately. We had the Toxic Boys podcast. And then what did we do last time? What, what would you call that? Flower. The, fl the flower one's the going... Flower one. The flower one was a good one. I woke, I woke up, and it was like 200 likes. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. And then I posted my gym vlog. Man, 50 <laughs> likes. I was like, bro. I'll find out. I'll find out tomorrow when I post it. So that means we gotta say some out of pocket stuff today. Though. No, honestly, yeah. Loki, I saw your like most recent one, and I was like, I was gonna comment. I was like, man, just wait till like Joey Swole gets tagged onto your man. onto your thing about like how you couldn't get a squat rack in like forty five minutes or something. He's like, you gotta assert your dominance and get. Be the squat like, rack. is your name on the gym? Do you own the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, besides that, guys, we can go ahead and get into our first topic. Um, we've all known each other for like. I mean, I feel like I started getting closer to all of you guys within the past, like, year or so. Some of you guys know each other longer. Um, but the question is, what was your first impression of each member? <laughs> That's good. That's okay, rich. who wants to start? <laughs> Who's the I could go. <laughs> so I knew Cruz when he was in high school. It was my friend group. Um, I was a recent high school graduate, but my closest friend was still in high school, so we, hung up, we still hung out. And then... When I first met him, this guy was driving a smart car, bro. Yeah. And I knew nothing of him. He was being funny and still being cruise, being cruise. Much smaller. Yeah, like More like finally hit puberty after high school, I think. Definitely. But I was like, this guy's funny. And he's like, yeah, I'm a clown. That's my job. And I was like, okay, the red nose guy. Class yeah. mm -hmm. But after that, um, after he graduated and my friend graduated, they graduated the same year. So we kind of separate our ways, and then for some reason I ran into my college again, and then here we are. Happy anniversary! And then for oh. <laughs> <laughs> for Naomi, I don't really have like my first impression. I think like my first memory I could think of is like going to the beach during spring break. I think hmm. where we ice cruise and uh, before the oh, grapevine. Yeah. Oh my god, that one was that. terrible. 
That was a great time. That was what, like, <laughs> that was what, a 40 ounce ice, I think? It wasn't right like the, the average line. one, it was like the fat one. It was a mission to get that because they're trying to check everybody's ID. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> I was outside, yeah. unsuspecting. <laughs> if you think about it, we could have got like a ticket for public intoxication. But you know what, we didn't. And <laughs> think about it at the time, I just thought about that right now. I was like, damn, <laughs> how many things did we get out of public intoxication wise? Let's not talk about that because we're going to do a lot of editing. But anyway. Uh, my first impression of Sabrina is she joined a sorority and she was like, I was like, damn, this girl's in it to be like in a sorority life, like party life and everything. <laughs> I was. Uh, she really was. That was my first impression, but look where she's at now. Oh, God. Yeah. Work commitment issues. Well, my work <laughs> commitment issues. I mean, yeah, when I joined, like, I'm not the same person I was when I joined and, like, obviously no one is, but I think... That's why I'm such a homebody now, because back then, I was everywhere. I was at every freaking party, was staying up every night. There wasn't anything I wasn't at. And, like, I drained myself out of that, because that was literally just, like, my life for, like, a couple months. And now I'm just like, ugh, it's too draining to be that person again. I think it's good to, like, drain that out early on in college. Because if you just drag it along, look where we're at. Good to see y'all. No, good to I see. was scared of Naomi just for starters. I was scared of this girl first. Like you, for one, you are my boyfriend's college mom. You're as big. Yeah. And I mean, look at her. This girl's like hella intimidating. If you don't know her, she's gonna give you the side eye, and you're done. She's like, usually dressed heck of emo, wearing she, like, <laughs> like, I, the docs. The first time I met her was um, they were talking at the house one day, and I just remember telling um, Lethal, I was like, damn, like hella intimidating. He's like, you gotta meet her. Like, you know, you gotta like. You know? Mm-hmm. We're sitting there, and he's faded, and he goes, and he looks at them, and he's like, hey, you know, she said she's intimidated by you. I was like, are you kidding me? Sends up, leaves. Leaves just room for me and Naomi. And I was like, oh, dude, that's not, that's not the best first impression. But we, got, we started talking. We started talking, and I realized she's hella cool. We started hitting it at raves. And yeah, Cruz, Cruz always knew he was hella chill. Like, I mean, like I said, I was always at parties, so he was always DJing. Um, and then uh, once I started hanging around the frat more often, I was like, hey, you got the privilege to be on the DJ stand now. I'm just going to be back here chilling, bugging Cruz for a bit, telling him my requests. Um, she's going to be like, play Bad Bunny. I'm like, Bad Bunny. I was going to say, it was Doja Cat that you would never like. I about. always had that sign. I was like, play Kiss It's, it's a banger, though. I ain't going to lie. It is. Remember Icy Girl? Oh, oh my God. That was, a, that was a time to be alive. Yeah. I remember like, well, I knew Cruz since we were, like, what, 12, 13? So we were in prison, and then... Yeah, we <laughs> no. did time together. <laughs> but I just remember, like, Cruz was, like, very, like, outgoing and very outspoken. Like, there was not a dull moment with Cruz, that's for sure. Came out the womb like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, full-on clown, still a clown now. I was a clown, but in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, so I like I always remember Cruz always being like that one person that was like super outgoing, super fun, like never really said no oh, to anything. In my face. <laughs> <laughs> I look like hella white, so I'm like. I was like, she came back. She, she came back for like Florida, Virginia, like saluting her sister. I was sister. in DC. Oh, oh wait, that's Virginia. Oh. Wait, did they say anything about the queen over there? No. no. I mean, the no, like I mean. It, there's capital. There's the whole capital and everything. Their flags are made like midway. That's about oh. it, though. I mean. The queen. The queen and toast but um for musashi i just remember like because musashi is my little so i remember jeko would always talk to me about you and it's like oh you have to take him as little you have to take him as little he's really cool and i met you 
You were cool. Like, were? <laughs> you were cool. Time to leave. You were cool in a way where I was like, oh, okay, that's so dope. And then I met Drunk You. And then oh. that's when it was like, Stone, where I was like, you know what? I do want to take him as a little. Like, that was the real one where I was like, you were a handful, but you were more of like that fun handful where it was like, oh, like this is like, it's never going to be like pizza a boring boxes time. And, <laughs> you'll, you'll never see that anymore. Time's passed out on the couch. Um, we saw it at Dior. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, this guy was true. like messaging all of us in the group chat saying, yeah, I got, what was it, Henny? No. So Alexi, Alexi said it was your Jaeger because it was $18. Jaeger. Yeah. This dude's messaging us saying he's got the Jaeger. I had a beatbox. I was going to share whatever was left. And, like, he's waiting in line. We get in the venue and he's faded. Like, I was I, blacked out by then. As soon as we find him, yeah. like, in the crowd, this guy's balled up on the floor going, I can't do this. I cannot do this. And I'm like, dude, like, the and guy that you wanted to see is going on. He's like, I can't do this. They had to carry him out of the venue. And says the one that's always, like, whenever I go to events, I'm going to be sober. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna be like. That's probably. I, I probably should go sober. <laughs> I, I should probably go sober now. It should be like that little like. Uh, what is it? That CD scratcher. Like you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> we gotta make that edit. But uh, that's funny. So I, I guess I'll leave Mia. Oh no! So, wait, I still talk about Sabrina. Oh. Oh, I thought. Oh, she said you. Still, she said this, you. She said so you. So this still stems off of the first time <laughs> when she met me. She's so. Me. Lito had obviously ran off, and I knew that he had a girlfriend. I just didn't know who. And then once I realized it was Sabrina, I was like, "Oh hi!" Like I knew me. Like I had to introduce. Now I said, "You owe me some chickens and some goats." I, <laughs> I want a couple. Of, I still want a couple bucks now for taking my little thank you as a rapper. But I remember like meeting her, and she was so sweet, like it, like super innocent. Like I was like, "Oh my god, she's perfect!" Like she's super nice and everything. Like I could not, even till this day, I still don't have like any bad type of feeling towards Sabrina like she's so sweet super genuine like I love her so much oh I love you Aww. honestly me and Naomi obviously met through Lethal like as he's big but we got super close yeah. like anytime we see each other like at raves or anything obviously like we run to each other and then uh Coachella I feel like that's when we got like I got really close to all of you guys I mean festivals bring everyone together mm -hmm. but like it's just cool having that like click to know that like we all had different connections but we met like one way or another well honestly living in the desert for like five days together Mm. It does something to you. It does. You appreciate life a little bit more. <laughs> I appreciate bathrooms more. forgot there's a civilization outside of that. <laughs> Showers. Yeah, Showers. Dude, imagine Jesus. doing Burning Man. The heck is that? It's, Dude, it's, that's it's not another, my it's, it's, it's another Coachella now. Yeah. I feel like it's like, yeah, it's it out. I'm down though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still down though. <laughs> uh, let's see. What should I start with? So, Sabrina's the one I met the most recent. Um, it was probably like pre-COVID, I mm -hmm. think. Um, slightly pre-COVID. And then, yeah, she was always down and stuff. I was like, oh, Sabrina's a vibe. She, she's a homie. So I took her as a little in Greek life. Um, so that was fun. Then uh, I guess bef before her, I met Musashi in high school. Now, I was confused because I was a senior, and I'm like, why is this dude hanging out with us? Like, <laughs> 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 so, he already graduated buying us Dutch, man. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, you thought it was weird at first. But, nah, he's one of the coolest dudes, always <laughs> down for everything. Um, yeah, so that's why, that's why I started hanging out with him, right? Um... And then freaking Naomi over here. So seventh grade, and the emo stages were in full force. All right, now hear me out. She had the bangs straightened. She had the Hot Topic. I, I don't know how she got a uniform from Hot Topic. Dude, she, I really made it. Like yeah. skinny jean, skinny jean what khaki pants? Yep, skinny like, jean khakis, uh, black polo, 
and she made our uniform emo, and I didn't know that was possible. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are they why are they screaming over here? Why are they, why are they, <laughs> like, why are they headbanging at lunch? What's going on, y'all? Fuck. So that's why I've been out here. But um, yeah, no, all these people are down. So, I mean, what has been? Yeah. So what I've known you for like seventh, oh, since seventh grade. So what, twenty ten, probably like oof, damn, twelve years. Wow. Ah, as well. The whole decade. I've known Masashi for like what seven. Uh, or six, six or seven. So. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's 2016. Oh, shoot. Or 2015, technically. Yeah, seven years. So here we are, y'all. Yep. And this is the 5%. I do want to know, though. So, like, Cruz, I am his little. I had to, like, mention it to him. So get this. I didn't Man. know he was going to ask me. So this was, he was meant to ask me right before COVID. I didn't know this. One day I'm with my big. We're getting drinks. And we're having this whole conversation about, like, how I love her, how she's my only big. And this girl goes, I actually got something crazy to tell you. You were going to have a boy big. And I'm like, girl, what? Yeah, I, I had asked Lynette. I had had a whole, like, thing planned. And then COVID. COVID it literally was the party right yeah. before COVID. Yeah, like, before literally, COVID. COVID hit, boom, right then. Mm. And this dude was just going to give up. Like, she, when she told me, I was me, like, it's like, an omen. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is the universe. Like, you know, pandemic. Maybe she's really fake. <laughs> I no. <laughs> I think she's really fake. No, I literally went as far as hitting a... I, as I'm with her, I was like, Cruz would be hella cool as a big. Grab my phone and I'd message him. I was like, so you're going to ask me to be your little? <laughs> I got to take him like, oh, dang, that's wild. I was like, oh, this dude's... I'm that's like, crazy. okay, there's two outcomes that can come from this. One, he goes, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Or I come out with a big... What if I was like different Sabrina? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I asked Lynn and I said JK. I was like, uh, cool. wrong bitch. <laughs> I said, who's number? Uh, new phone. <laughs> oh, new phone. Uh, <laughs> it was on Snap. New phone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got my little. <laughs> or my second little. I got like second girl little. I got like, got got so like four kids. Girls. That's why I work like four that. jobs. This man has money. Is <laughs> that that EBT card? EBT. <laughs> I should apply for that. that. Hey, you should, you should. I did, I did at work. I will go to Costco. <laughs> After I moved into a new house, I was like, yo, I need to apply for UBT again. Wow, I gotta love it. Thank you, government. And those students I take housewarming gifts. I need fucking shower mats, bro. You have a shower mat? I need a shower mat. No, <laughs> I need towel. Yeah, <laughs> put a towel down. He said, I need curtains. Uh, put a blanket up. <laughs> a lot of things needed. I need couches. The foil on the windows. Oh, God. That was funny. All right, so we got the backstories now. What else y'all ladies got planned for us? Scared. You guys had like a whole week or a couple of days. You, you saw the message and forgot. Make this sound interesting. Oh, okay. But, so you, got, you got to build attention. Uh, but also, my bad. to stem off of that. So, what's like the most pettiest thing you've done to a person? Oh, I feel like I got one. I need an example. I can't. Think of <laughs> what do you mean an example? I'm not a petty person. Okay. Why do you look like that? <laughs> <laughs> what is the pettiest thing? Oh. Um, so I think my personal thing I do is that I will set you, if you're lying to me, I will set you up so you have to admit that you're lying. So one time, stems back to the fraternity days, there was a brother that was storing things in a room he wasn't supposed to. Because, you know, you pay rent for your room, he was using an extra room as a storage room, we are like, yo, dude, like, that's not fair to everybody else. Like, we all got a heck of shit we need to store, like, we're not just gonna, like... Do that. So I took everything in that room, put it in another room, because he was trying to hide that he was storing it in there. And then he's like, hey, does anybody have the key to this room? And I'm just like, why do you need the key? <laughs> What's in there? And then that's that's, that's my thing. But it's just, I kind of like it. Like, it's kind of like chess. Oh, I had the keys. I was in Japan. Yeah, I remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life's like chess. You just got to get a pond. I owe people for their shit. I, if, 
like, if you cross me one way, I'm gonna make sure that, like, it's not a private conversation, depending on how it is. Like, if it's something that I can handle and I can be mature about, I'll just be like, hey, what's going on? But if it's something that, like, pisses me the fuck off, I'm like, okay, everybody and their mom is about to find out. There was this chick, sorority sister, right? That came up on Burks. Mm. I just so happened to lose Burks. So, and this, this was like, um, I moved out COVID. Like when COVID happened, I moved out and I knew I lost Burks. And I was talking to it about, I was talking to Lynette about it. And I was like, yeah, like I lost my Burks. I don't think I lost them. I think somebody stole them. And I said, I left them in the chapter room. And she was like, oh, that's crazy. Says name came up on some there. And I'm like, you don't just come up on shoes. You don't just come up on Birkenstocks, you know? So I was like, she didn't like ever say anything. She's like, no, she just kept them. So I messaged this chick, and I was like, oh, hell no, like, those are literally mine. And it's, like, a year's past. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's been a year. But I was petty about it. I'm like, no, you don't just come up on shoes. So I messaged this chick, and I was like, hey, heard you came up on some Burks that were in the chapter room. And she goes, yeah, what's up? And she's like, why, were they yours? And I'm like, yeah. She asked, what do they look like? Like, I'm like, girl, you came up on shoes, and you're going to ask me for a description? So I go, okay, they're and the size. And she's like, well, I just don't think it's, like, a big deal. This has been over a year, some, some shit like that. And I was like, girl, you did not just come up on free shoes and act like they're yours. And I was like, so what? And I said something like, so what's up then? Are you going to, like, buy me a new pair or something? And she was like, I'm not even the only person that's ever stole things from the chapter room. A lot of people come up on stuff there. And I'm like, you're justifying after that, confirming that you <laughs> got my shoes. I feel like there's there's ways you could have gone with keeping that. Like, oh, why'd you wait so long? Like, that would have been a, not a. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I've been wondering who's these are. So what you gonna do about it? The thing that makes me laugh so much about it is this girl, like, spreads her life as if she lives in luxury. Like, she's freaking, like, over here buying, like, designer and, like, does all this shit. And I'm like, girl, you're gonna be mad at the fact that I think that's interesting. Yeah, so many people do that. So one thing I always preach to my students, like, because I teach high school freshmen, is, like, money talks, wealth walks. Like, because they'll be out here, like, you know, you get get these little freshmen that are, like, super, um, like... Every little thing they see on social media, they want to do. So like, I have kids like Dior Sauvage in their backpack. What? Like, what? And they'll tell me, and I'm like, oh, you bought that because something on TikTok came to it. And like, you know, I was caught out. They'll wear like expensive stuff because you know the internet tells them to. And I'm like, and they'll they'll try to flex, and I'm like, I tell them straight up, I'm like, I I buy fake sneakers. Like I like my Jordans are all fake. Like I'm not gonna spend four hundred dollars on a pair of Jordans. Like <laughs> yeah. I got real deals, right? Um, stuff like that. And they're like, what for real? I'm like, yeah. Can't even tell. <laughs> exactly, and that's I my number one thing. Even know. My, I'll wear, um, I have some Jordan 11s, like the Space Jam ones, like the really nice ones. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Mr. G, those are clean. I'm like, thanks. And I'll wait. I'll wait for them to give me every compliment. <laughs> just, just to like, like, just be like, yeah, they're fake. And they're like, what? Just so they can't be like, oh, I could totally tell. Yeah. He didn't even know. That's not what you said, Michael, three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I always thought that's funny. Like people trying to act out of their credit yeah. score, I guess. Yeah. And my thing is like, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Is that what you said about Coachella tickets? No. <laughs> <laughs> Credit is forever. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in afterpay. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer in afterpay. If I have the budget on afterpay, I'm Me and my dude. new tires. <laughs> dude, the way I think, like, afterpay Payment plans? is like, oh, like, I'm not even know, on like, that. that's taken out of my account. Oh, that's not so bad until I realize I'm like, it's still going to be like X amount of money. Like, it could be a $200 purchase and they're taking out like 50 bucks out of my bank account. I'm like, $50 is yep. fine. But then I really had to think about, I'm like, Naomi, you just spent like $200 on stuff you probably don't even need. The thing that gets oh, me is like, I just committed to spend yeah. 50 bucks every month. I'm like, <laughs> that's why for Escape, 
I bought that cash. I was like, I'm not trying to payment plan. You bought a cash? Yeah, oh, I, oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to payment plan. What's my it's cheaper without the payment plans, too, though. Mm-hmm. Most of my festivals are, like, fully paid. Yeah. Coachella. Coachella, we got... <laughs> we got, what, three more payments? December, no, he's December. Yeah, I didn't know... Oh, really? Yeah, it's still December. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know there was a payment plan on that one. He, he really October, said, there's a payment plan? Oh, yeah, three. September, October, November, December, 4th. Oh, September 4th hasn't hit yet? Next week. Oh. Kumbaya, <laughs> They really said rent. Venmo's going to be in the through. description. This is How much right. is that? A hundred and something a month. A month? Mm-hmm. Damn. I can, pay off bad, my, I can pay my credit card no, with that. Bad. It's terrible. Don't Honestly, worry. I feel like I would be crying more over spending $600 at one. Well, actually, yeah. like seven, eight hundred because I got a camping. But that would have been, that been once. All at once, I'd have been like, what am I going to eat next week? It's like, would you I rather get hit with the, <laughs> would you rather get hit with the car once or get punched in the face every day? Like, which one do you want? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Low key, I'd probably think like, come here. Wait, how, <laughs> fast? <laughs> like, like, how fast is the car that's going? That's child abuse, sir. And what's my survival rate? I made my kids do a presentation, and uh, they're like, "That's child abuse." <laughs> 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 that's what that reminded me of. Like, that's child abuse. <laughs> so yeah, guys, watch your credit score, and that brings us to our next sponsor. See, we gotta get like a credit sponsor. Uh, like, get- my credit card, man. Uh, uh, not yet until they pay us. Send us our check. For real. All right, what else you guys got, Mrs. Suspense? But also, from, like, being petty, like, when I peep something and I know something is up, I will literally drag that thing as far as it can go and see how, like, how much can actually be told out of this one small thing. And then it's like, I'll just end it right there and be like, look, I already know everything. Here it is. Here is it. Here it is all. But what does that do for your mental health? Actually, it keeps me on my toes, you know, like, Sometimes I know it sounds bad to say, like, I love watching other people's drama because it's not my drama, but sometimes life gets a little boring and you kind of got to, like, You can't make that up. face. You're always up in everybody's face. That's a damn lie. Oh, I choose peace. You cannot, like, you're, I choose peace. Like, you're not interested in being See, in everyone else's mm-hmm. business. You're thinking about old crews. New crews found the Lord. Amen. Praise God. When did this new cruise appear? <laughs> when you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> When you were out in the Virginias, I turned to the Virgin Mary and prayed, Amen, Hallelujah, thank you. So you know how the Queen died, but you know, because you got to think, how long did she reign? Like, but I didn't lose my Queen though. Ninety-six years. Queen reigned for ninety-six years, right? But see, my God reigns forever, Amen. Praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. All right. Well, on to our next topic. So, if you guys were to be the opposite sex for a day, how would you spend it? Let all the homies hit. (laughs) Cut that out. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's that's always every guy's first response. We always we always mess around with this question in the chat. You're like, hey if you're a girl for a day, what you do? (laughs) Now um what would I do? I'll probably play with myself first. I'll be like, look I got (laughs) I'll tell you what I would do. I would I would get karma. I would go out and like you know entertain some dudes for a free meal. That's what I do. I'd always want to do that. I'd, I'd probably do that real quick. Um, I don't know. I'll probably try to find some dick and see how it feels for a girl. Oh my god, yeah. what? <laughs> you did not just say that, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I mean, she she, she yeah. bro. She asked, "What would you do opposite like gender for a day?" Like you might yeah, as well like, just like, fucking explore. Hey, you know what? This is a gender-free like, podcast. I was ready for this question. She's like, I've been waiting for this. So in turn, let all the homies hit. <laughs> That's what he said. You gotta, you gotta let the homies like ain't never getting them though. Like you like gotta be the be first you, priority. You gotta be the what is it called the 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 uh, the pity like the or the you gotta give it to charity. You know what I'm talking about? Charity like, work. Like, all the fools they still got their work. card. Like you gotta hey, let me help you out for a second, homie. <laughs> 
I don't know. I swear, I don't know what I do. I would stick mine in everything. What like, the fuck? So okay, why? Are, <laughs> so why are both reactions? I would stick it in a jar of peanut butter just to oh know like my what's God. going on. Oh like, my. Why? Why <laughs> peanut butter? What the it's fuck? Because <laughs> peanut butter is so thick. Like imagine just like. Why, why would you? Why would you think about like shipping it in there? I've been a man for twenty four years and never once have I done either of those. <laughs> I've never even thought about doing that. I've never even that thought about that. The first thing I do is like I would try to do the helicopter. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't think she knows how that works. <laughs> I don't know either. It's, oh, no. yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, the, it's, uh, the thing. The thing with the thing. What the fuck? I don't even know that. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Who said, like, who said your thing's going to be thanging, though, if you're a dude? Like, who said you're going to be thanging, thanging? Like, you know, what if it's just... Thang. If I was a dude, I'd definitely be thanging. Oh, yeah. I'd be thanging. That shit everywhere. I ain't going to say anything. Just lay it on. And be like, what does this feel like without being judged? What you will learn is it's not as easy for a guy to be a hoe. <laughs> not as easy. You get a lot more no's than you do yeses, I'll tell you right now. Uh, really? Got a lot less to lose, though. It's only heck for a day. yeah. For a day, though? Yeah. Oh, so you think you're just going to hop on the scene like some hot tamales? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. I got Because I've seen you on the scene as a girl. I'm literally out here. You know what? I'm just gonna yeah, take my L today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to set you up for that. I was trying to. I'm gonna just take my L. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. So even when yeah. I win, I win. I want to see if I can sell feet pics. How much money I can oh, make? Dude, oh, dude, that's oh. what I would do. I want to see how much money I, I can make. I have a story. I have a story. I'm scared. I have a feet. I'm trying to see how much I can make. I've literally made. 200, I made 200 something, I think it was like let me see, let me see. this was like maybe like two years ago, some guy went into my DMs on Twitter and was like, oh, like, can you send me a picture of your feet? And oh, I was what? like, what the hell? I like, I literally thought, I was like, dude, it's one thing, you know, when you get like those like sugar daddy bots yeah, in your DMs, I was like a feet pick person, this is gold right now. <laughs> I was like, big bet. I don't like, I didn't know how I was going to orchestrate this whole thing, but it actually happened. So I told the dude, I was like, okay, well, if you're being for real, send me $50 right now to my Venmo account. Sent $50. And he was mm. like, okay, like, what more do I have to do? And I was like, okay, what do you, like, what do you want with this picture? And basically, the dude was like, oh, I want to see them. Like, he said, make them hug. He said, make them hug. Your toes are like this. <laughs> he was like, he told me, basically, he told me, he was like, oh, like, can you put them in, like, really, like, high heels? Literally, dude, I was, like, looking everywhere in my closet, like, what's the fucking highest heel I can find? Oh, you only have Doc Martens in your freaking closet? <laughs> you like, can I cut this? And I'm like, I have platforms. How good is that going to get? But, like, so anyways, set it all up, made it look super nice. And so he was like, okay, how do you, how do I know that you're going to be for real about this? He's like, oh, like, send me the picture. And so I sent it, but when I did, I blurred out my entire foot. So, like, I, like, blurred the whole thing. I was like, here it is. Like, you can see the shadow of my foot and everything with, like, my heel. And he was like, okay, I'll send you the rest of the money right now. He sends me the other half, sent him the picture. After that, immediately blocked him, never again. You could oh, why would you? Back. Yeah, why would you? Like, uh -uh. Okay, it sounds like it's, like, it's not that big a deal because it's feet, but still it's, like, Oh my god. Now like, said if I, I did that for fit for a hundred. <laughs> it's a hundred dollars. What do you think I'd do? <laughs> no, two hundred. But yeah. But I'd bust it down on OnlyFans probably. <laughs> so yeah, on the feet pick thing, I think I would hop on that train if we're training uh genders for a day or whatever you call it. Um 
I would be selling. Me and Musashi would be selling some feet pick. We do like a like a collab. Some crusty feet. What if y'all are those girls? Somebody's probably into that. I guarantee you, somebody's probably into that. People are into it. Like you would be surprised at how. But I do some weird stuff. I like pick up a fork with my toes and I grip it like that. Some peanut peanut butter. Throw gang signs like with the the hood dudes on there. Like Chris is like Chris is like, and I'm not shaving the big hotel the big hotel hair. I like braid it and like a pen hat. It's like a like cornrow it real quick. Because they'd be like, let me see your ingrowns. Uh, I do have ingrown toenails. I just have a bad, so. Yeah, oh, so I don't be wearing sandals like that no more. Yeah. Have you guys, like, ever thought about, like, making it OnlyFans? Girl, I'm built like a fridge. So I, I, I thought about doing that, but, like, only making the videos of me, like, DJing, like, and crib walking, maybe? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> You're like, these are, like, the gems, the hidden yeah, gems. Yeah, yeah, maybe, like, oh, y'all want some fire mixes? And then it's, it's going to have, like, a blurred pick, and then it's going to be the Krista, kitschy, kitschy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be in the back. That's all it is, yep. You so. know, like, I feel like you would put, like, one video, and it'd be like, what's that name of that song? Like, going to give you a, it's like. Oh, never going to give you. Oh, Rick <laughs> Rowan? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I feel like, uh. I feel like OnlyFans, I don't I mean, from what I've heard, it seems like it's one of those things that it's cool for a little bit because you can make some cool money, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. The people that I've talked to that have actually done that, because I have a few friends that like in college have gone into that. Really? Um, they make cool money and they meet like one or two people and a couple of them have been like, have like a shirt daddy from that. But I, I could never see it being like a long, they kind of just did it during COVID and then everybody, I guess they all kind of fell like, off. They get hella tax for it too. Like you have yeah. to put in your taxes. Yeah, you just get a W nine, I think, or like I nine, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I hate when the government thinks that they can add on, like they can take from your money. I don't. Yeah, if I'm gonna sell my body, I'm doing it old school. I'm just going on Belmont right here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm you kidding. live on there anyways. <laughs> well, I gotta tell everybody where I live now. <laughs> you literally said it in your dog name. They don't know what part though. Little bitch. That would be like your, that would be your like your other like stage name. Caesar Belmont. Onlyfans.com/slash Caesar Belmont coming soon. Yeah, I don't know, like. I, like, give props to people who do OnlyFans because that's, like, some real shit. Like, your whole, like, bejeeper is out on the internet. <laughs> but at the same time, too, it's, like, maybe if I lived in, like, a bigger city, I'd be down to do OnlyFans. But living in Fresno, like, such a small town. You know who I feel bad small for? small town is going to see your whole yeah. thing yeah. out there. And it's, like, how much did I really, like, you paid 30 bucks to see my I feel bad for those people that try to start OnlyFans and flopped. Imagine, like, you're like, oh, we're going <laughs> to get out the hood with this it. one. I'm getting all my friends It's like a SoundCloud. Like, they're going to be like, hey. But that shit's on the internet forever now. Yeah. Like, right. somewhere in the cloud. You never know who freaking redistribute. Like, it's crazy, man. But, uh. I think, you, like, I think I'm pretty sure people can get sued if they, like, take content from OnlyFans and, like, put it out there. I, but the thing is too is like okay the creators if they're not making that much money how are they going to sue them like what, who's going to take yeah. that case like mm-hmm. I don't know I just think it's one of those things that's like you got to be really down for the cause you can't expect to make anything <laughs> from it like just do it if you if that's really what you want your career to go by all means I mean props to you but it's like you got to think where that kind of ties you afterwards you know like look we're scared to make a podcast sometimes man I don't know yeah, like yeah. imagine <laughs> just banging it on the thang <laughs> thing you know what I'm talking about like she, Sabrina you know, said I said the thing you dang it. Y'all <laughs> hey, worried me, man. Yeah. Alright, anything that doesn't involve us having a sex change? Actually, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, let me scroll down my list real quick. Says, Survey <laughs> says I feel like Steve Harvey this whole episode. Dude, like, I've always wanted to go on Family Feud. Story time! Story time! <laughs> so my sister's nonprofit she used to work for took trips to be in the studio audience. Uh-huh. So they all sat in the back because it was the family feud. We yeah. all sat in the back. And then the producer comes up, they're like, hey, there's one empty seat. We can't find anybody to fill it. And I'm like, this is my time to shine. I was like, oh, cool, bet. So we pull up to the front, and I'm sitting in the front row of Family Feud. Like, and I didn't know, but I was next to one of the other show's producers. She's like the lady like 
writing all the lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, Steve Harvey's literally, like, right there. It, it was great. And then, um, so they film, like, two episodes while you're there. And uh, in between, you know, he comes out. He's really cool. He does stuff with the audience because, you know, half the reason they go there is, like, to see Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, like, telling jokes, and then I'm being an idiot and just, like, heckling from the audience. <laughs> and he laughed at one of my jokes. I swear to God, I was going to cry. Like, I was going to cry. I made it. And Chris said. It. <laughs> <laughs> that was the equivalent of my moment, yeah. And then they played a game. It was like they did, like, a, like a trivia game with people on stage. They're like, oh, we need a category. And then I yell out, I'm like, things to put on a taco. <laughs> and then the producer lady's like, that's a good idea. I'm like, thank you. You know, I'm a writer. It's just what I do. It's uh, I mean, like, do you want my royalties? I'm like, do you need my card? You can call me. You know, I'm not local. <laughs> but, yeah, I get called in. You know, that's, that's what I do. That's my business. That's a flex. Honestly, to say that you were, like, the person that oh, Steve it, Harvey was. It was I was going to cry. You got to put that on your resume now. I was like, let me take a mental picture of this moment because you didn't let my phone in there. Just take it all in. It was lit, though. Dude, I honestly wish, like, I could do family. Uh, your family, y'all already feuding, man. <laughs> <laughs> Latinos don't need family feud. <laughs> we need family therapy, not family <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, so what else y'all got now with us? Give, give well, it to me. So, we want to know... Um, she has a password. You have a whole toxic. ass list? <laughs> toxic. Um, what's a crazy memory you've lived through in your life? And not crazy as in, like, oh, I went to the festival and had a good time. No, like, what's a crazy thing that you've gone through in life? Hmm. Like, trauma hit? Yeah. Like, trauma dump here and now. Damn, I got through my dad. I know, I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking yeah, that. no, I mean, serious. I don't have a good relationship with my dad, so I got through that. I think my sister's going to... She's in high school now. She started as a freshman, but she's ready to, like, get out of that, too. And so is my mom, but my mom's only here in America just because my sister's still in high school. Yeah. So maybe after my sister leaves by herself, my mom could finally go back home to Japan, maybe. But mm. the reality, I don't think she's going to go back because she can't do anything over there anymore. Like, mm. there's an age limit gap to, like, find a career over there in Japan. Really? It's like 30... I feel like Japan's, like, very... Like a very Japan's economy's ass, mm-hmm. like... Like, organized place. Uh, it, everybody wants to go there because it's a nice place, but, like, the economy, mm-hmm. it is shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Never knew that. Man, that's crazy, man. Well, I'm happy you made it through. I am still have to go through it once in a while. Yeah, it's always, it's always a progress. It's a good thing you're out of it, for the most part. Well, let me find a work visa and green card, and I'll be fully out of it. Masashi, worst comes to worst, I will marry you. And on the next episode... <laughs> 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 Plays the Love wins. If I was a girl, huh? <laughs> but dang it out. <laughs> we'll dang that whole thing out. <laughs> Definitely true. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can do you a whole solid get married i mean at least we have pictures from that years before they don't need to know in what context oh for real huh? imagine shoot yeah you, you have the whole picture of me in your room they're gonna think <laughs> the oh the funeral yeah, i found that actually if when i moved out i found is it, it is it up in your new room no it's in the garage in the oh, in the in the gym with the garage in the garage in the gym he said why do you have that up that's my inspiration <laughs> it's like me in a suit he's the next steve harvey yeah i'm right yeah i'm right um i think something that i could say i don't know I feel like, um, I mean, I've had my crazy stuff too, you know, like meth head uncles and like all that crazy crap. Um, but I think one thing that I could say that like I lived through that I think was really, um, like kind of shaped me was like living through the 2008 recession and like seeing it firsthand as a kid. Yeah. Um, cause when you're Hispanic on like, at least in my family during like winter, summer break, you work and like see my, my dad had a lot of real estate and like that. And then the janitorial company. So I got to see that, like, go from, like, we're living fat to, like, it crumble. Yeah. That was a big, like, uh, learning learning point. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything that's going on now, I know it's all cyclical. Um, 
So best believe this might be a recession. I'm about to buy a house right now. Mm. I know it's time to buy. <laughs> um, but I think that really shaped me into seeing like in business and in life, you have ups and downs, right? And it's all you can't let those shake you too much. Like you gotta just realize everything's temporary, and um, man, just move past it. You know, that's all part of it. I don't know. You're all depressed, but <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't know. I'm like crazy experience. I'm like she's like myself. So myself and mm. I, myself and just that. I don't know. I feel like definitely like getting dragged out of a house was like my craziest one yet. That one was a little insane. It was like, I don't know if you've ever had those moments where, like, something happens to you and then you're just like, oh, my God, like, I'm, like, I'm one of them now kind of thing. Like, that's how my experience kind of was. And it was just, like, one of those where you have, like, those mental blocks and then you, like, come back to realization, like, holy shit, like, I'm really living this. Like, this is really what I'm going through right now. And I feel like that one for sure definitely shaped me the most because I was literally, like, living on, like, high alert for, like, what maybe like six months thinking like oh, like what is my life gonna be like how am I gonna go like day by day so it was like definitely interesting like that was probably like my most traumatic time yeah, yeah. I think mine was the time that my ex broke into my apartment that shit was insane like this was I had just rushed so like I was active and I had broken it off with my ex for like months like this guy had already broken up. He was like my he was my high school sweetheart, and this dude was like obsessive. Like, and he kind of broke into your house. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like this guy, like, I prolonged this relationship for so long. Like I was dating a guy that had no aspirations in life, um, was super high alert on everything I did, but was like super obsessed with what he was doing. And then he would show up unannounced to my apartment. My he lived in Bakersfield. I lived in Fresno, and I would I was working and in school. And at random times, he thought he was being romantic, and he'd be like, guess what, I'm on my way, and I'd be like, shit, like, why? Um, and I, I just broke it off with him, like, I think joining, so some people see it as, like, I joined and was like, oh, I want to do my own thing, and, like, break it off and, like, be single. No, like, I knew I was done because I met people that, like, taught me my worth. So I was done before then, but I, like, broke it off. And uh, me and my girls had, like, group chats. Mind you, this is when I'm active. When my girls have group chats, I'm single, I'm doing my own thing, like, my business is going to be in the girls' group chat. I'm not, you know, um, and this guy, like, I knew always to watch my back for, so I never gave him any of my social media passwords, never, never even gave him my phone passwords, because I would wake up in the middle of the night, find my phone, and look, and it'd be messages between me and him, and he'd be sending himself stuff, so I was like, dude, what's going on, and he would look through my phone while I was sleeping, so, one night, it was 5 a.m., I vividly remember it's 5 a.m., me and my girls are texting till 2 a.m., fell asleep, wake up to a knock on my door. To get into my apartment, I lived at UVs. You have to get through the, the gate. You have now. to get through the gate, the front access, and then the front door to my apartment, to my room. Like this dude was like made it in somehow at five in the morning. Okay. So I wake up and I hear knocking on my door. Obviously, I'm not gonna think anything like bad. I open my door. This guy busts in my room, turns on the light, has a backpack full of shit, and starts dumping pictures of us, gifts I've given him. And I'm like, it's five a.m., bro. Like I'm trying to wake up, and I'm like the hell are you doing here and he just like looks and he's like we're done we're done i'm not even scared of this one i'm humoring it i'm like we've been done like why are you here like get the fuck well, out i'm happy you figured it out like i'm like i'm looking at him and i'm like okay like all right and mind you like the last time i saw him i like told him like don't ever fucking talk to me again because mm -hmm. like just whatever something happened 
so this guy's like going crazy as if like I broke his heart and like all this and I'm like okay like fine this is somehow this is normal to me that he's acting this way I'm like okay like get out and he's dumping all these pictures and <laughs> he throws a notebook on the thing and he's like I was writing love letters every day so that you knew how well I was doing with yeah, and I'm like heard. dear Sabrina I'm like uh, and then to, to, to add dramatics he would like an X on the page, like he didn't mean it anymore, whatever. So she was the female, the relation. So he was the female, and she was the man. I'm like standing there, and I'm like, get the fuck out, like get out. As he's walking out, he turns around and goes, and just so you know, your mom's gonna be calling you soon. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, what? Run to my phone. Thirteen missed calls for my mom. Twelve missed calls for my twin. Shit ton of messages. First person I call, my twin. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, dude, he hacked into your Twitter. Looked at the messages between you and your friends, what you've been up to when you're single, mm. what you're doing, screenshotted them, sent them to my mom. That's a bitch move. He literally Dang. told my mom everything I was up to at that point. And, like, anybody that knew me at the time, I wasn't the best. Like, I was doing my own thing. I was single. So, like, you're having you know, fun. add it yeah. up. Just, a- as you know? the guy, though, like, whenever girls do wild stuff, I never suspect that their mom cares because I always suspect their mom's equally as wild. My mom just didn't, no, 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 my mom didn't know is a thing. Like, my mom, when I joined the sorority, she was not supportive of it. She loved Mm -hmm. me, my mom loves me for everything, but that's one thing she did not support, and Mm -hmm. for reasons like this. Because I respected her enough to hide that part of me. College was college, sorority was sorority, Mm -hmm. that side of me was private. So, him sending her all this stuff, I was like, shit. So, obviously, I have to call my mom back. And she's crying, dude. It is 5 a.m. She's screaming at me, crying, telling me she's disappointed. She can't believe I like. She can't believe that I'm like the, a different daughter than what she knows. And I'm like crying at this point because it's not the fact that like he broke it. Like it's the fact that he didn't just break into my apartment. Mm-hmm. He didn't just like come and make this whole episode. He went as far as breaking my relationship with my mom. And you guys know I'm super close yeah. to her. She literally did not speak to me for two weeks. Did not want to hear from me. Nothing. Like it took her that long to like process process it. what was going on. And even then, so, like, it took a while for me to build trust from her again because of, like, him telling her that. And he still had the fucking audacity to try adding my Instagram again, to add, try adding me on Snap again. This dude, I would block on his platforms. Uh, there was, like, a Fresno, like, not Fresno, Bakersfield group of, like, high school guys I went with that had a gym page. And I, you know, they were mutual, so I followed them. They added him to their group. So I was like, okay, don't need that in my life deleted their page he would stalk my instagram from their page uh-huh. so this guy like did not like stop and now when he's I, like been there when, yeah. I, when <laughs> I started dating my boyfriend this is when things started getting better obviously in my life i felt like more like i started getting out of that scene started like settling down i remember this was like a week after meeting my boyfriend he messaged me a paragraph bro you had to scroll saying i love you i'm so sorry i put you through this i did it because i care and i don't want you going down a spiral he would message me every day, and then after like five days of me not responding, I messaged him and said, you ever try to contact me again, I'm filing a, restra- a restraining order. You ever try to get in touch with me, if I ever mm-hmm. see you again, it will, we'll have a problem. Dang. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Well, see, what I don't understand in that situation is like, I don't know, this is a weird, I mean, I'm like, why are you going to tell her mom? That's like a bitch move. Yeah. Like, that's like, uh, I don't know, dude. It's like, yeah. I don't even go tell your mom. That just involves like someone. Unnecessary. I, I could reason. see how it's. I mean, I'm not, you know, defending it, but I could yeah. see how it's like. Okay, if I can't have you, I'm, I'm gonna just like cause no, cause a tornado yeah. as I like. <laughs> leave. I'm, I'm gonna make it so it's gonna be really hard I, to do I, anything I else. Pray you don't find peace if it's not with me. <laughs> that, that Naomi has said that legitimate prayer. Really that. 
that that's you said that one. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. Like, to make that much of, like, a big thing. I was, that's like, a good idea. Why did they somebody crosses her over? She goes, no, I feel like it's, like, it's a lot more different because, like, for mm. girls, when you, like, go through relationships like that, like, you check out way yeah. before you even leave. Mm. Why would you guys do that, though? I always wanted to know. Well, it's like, like is there like a moment where people will change not to say like okay you know like it's easy to tell someone oh why don't you just leave like yeah. it's it's easy to say that but to be like living in it and no, like yeah. having to deal with a person like that because every day i mean not not gonna lie you're hoping that like okay you know maybe they'll maybe they'll see something this time around and they'll change but really when you're like with them all the time you never really know what person you're getting that day yeah and so it's always like okay like is today gonna be the day where i really decide like okay you know like maybe i might make my small exit and you know kind of like be done with it because at least like in my case like it was so much of like oh my god like if you leave i'm gonna kill myself like exactly like i'm like i'm pretty sure you're not gonna do it but if i tell you we'll go fucking do it i don't know what like mental space you're in that you're Mm -hmm. gonna go as far as doing that and then it's gonna be like oh my gosh like i'm the reason for that happening you know kind of thing but at the same time it's like when you're when you're with someone who's very manipulative and they know like what triggers you and all of that stuff right there in a sense it's like shit when am i ever gonna actually be able to leave because it's always yeah. mind games, like nonstop of like, no, like don't leave. I'll change. I'll do this. I'll do that. And it's like, no, I not you're. I know you're not gonna do any of these things. But for me and my safety, for that most part, it's like, I'm gonna stick around and see how long this takes for me to like actually get the courage to say, you know what, like, that's it. I'm fucking done. Like mm-hmm. I'm grabbing all my shit. I'm leaving. And you care for that person for longer, like. I mean that trauma bond is that real. Tra- it, it is. It, it is like, real. It clings on longer than the relationship itself. Yeah. Like, it's easy to be like. I'm done, and then cut off, you're completely done. Like, when you're through, you're through. But when they're the ones that string you along, like she said, like, him and, like, I knew I was done with him, and he knew I was done with him for a long time. And he, as he knew that I was, like, trying to, like, cut it off, end it there, he would be like, if I didn't have you, I wouldn't know what I'd do with my life. I'd probably kill myself. And that's not, like, that's not something easy to hear. Like, as soon as I, because then I tell myself, I'm going to be responsible to what happens to this kid. I'm going to be responsible for what follows. And, like, it's easier to string yourself along and be like, fuck it, I'll suffer. If there's no other, like, out... Other option. Yeah, then yeah. it's like, I guess I'll be, like, the empty company. But for me, it made it easier that I was, like, gone. I was in Fresno, he was in Bakerfield. And when I finally broke things off, his mindset was, we're on a break. We're on a break. And I would tell him, no, like, we're, we're done. I care for you, but we're done. And he would still show up to my apartment. He would still come. And I remember the last time I saw him before that, like, he literally was abusing me. Like, I was in my own apartment and I couldn't leave. I was, I see his car outside my window. And he would be like, well, if you don't let me in, then I'm sleeping in my car. So I let him in. I tell him, please just sleep on my couch. I don't want you in my room. He'd lay on my bed. I would lay on my bed and I'd tell him, please don't touch me. And he'd lay on me. Like. So I think, like, one of the things that, like, uh, what's the word for it? I think girls don't understand this. Or maybe you guys do and you just choose, like, to take the, because it's a harder route to take. But I tell everybody, like, any text, you, like, in those situations, like, I mean, not just you guys. Like, I, this is a pretty common situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like any type of contact you make, you kind of restart that clock of, like, them getting over you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, say they're calling, calling, calling. You answer one time, it restarts the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what the I'm saying? Way, I don't know. The way I would just, like, my entire mood would shift whenever I would see no caller ID show up on my phone. Oh. <laughs> like, instantly, I wanted to, like, chuck my fucking phone across, like, wherever I was. It was just, like, the most annoying thing where it's, like, 
you try to like tell them like leave me alone like i don't want to talk to you blah 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 x y and z they'll drop pins of like by your house and it's like what like are you good like what is what's the reason for what yeah. and it's like for me in my case like if it wasn't for my restraining order like i don't know what my life would be like i don't know what it would be like would i be dead would i be here like it's like to that degree where it's like you can't even like fathom how much like some people really like enjoy doing this shit to someone and it's like dude like do you get off on this or what like what is it like i don't think there's like really a thing where it's like oh my you're gonna hold me to this and be like no this is the girl like i want everything with like no that's not that it's like dude you just enjoy fucking hurting me yeah that and then the other thing too i think um for guys at least like i think it's just harder to move on yeah it's harder to move on because like for many dudes you don't have as many options so it's kind of like what's it called like you know like when the when you try to quit the cable and they rather like they, <laughs> they rather deal. that's what i'm saying it's like that because it's easier to keep a returning customer than to get a new one yeah Ooh, that was a good analogy wow. but uh like that so i think most guys <laughs> in that situation have that mindset because to be honest like they had to probably play a pretty slick game or maybe y'all just like you know drank the kool-aid but uh <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like it's, it's different but um yeah because it's crazy because anytime i hear a situation like that it's always like the girls are the most strong-willed they hardly ever put up with any crap that get looped into that it's wild because it's like you know you, it, like nobody's well, it's just, like, in that. those situations, you don't even think about it. You, like, yeah. you push it off and you don't really think much of it until once someone starts talking to you about what's going on and then you're, like, everything clicks and you're, like, holy shit, like, what have I been allowing? What have I been, like, saying, like, this is okay for me to go through? Because, like, for me, like, I didn't really think much of it until, like, I had some people, like, ask me, you know, like, hey, are you good? Like, I haven't heard from you in months. Like, is everything okay? I'm, like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this, mm -hmm. and that. And they're, like... Naomi, that's not okay. Like, why are yeah. you still, like, caught up in that? And, yeah, it's, like, it's pretty crazy. That's wild. It's, like, a whole different, like, shift in perspective where, like, you don't want to see the bad in your partner, but then it's, like, when someone, like, kind of puts that into, yeah. like, perspective for you, it's, like, whoa, like, this is for real. And it sucks because it strings on longer than the after. Like, I, like I said, by the time, like, all this happened, I was already dating lethal. Mm -hmm. And what sucks is, like, a lot of those tendencies that I had in that relationship followed me into this one. And obviously, like, with the way that that relationship ended, I was, like, like, fuck you, I'm gonna do me mentality. And when I would try to pull that into this relationship, it wasn't, like, as aggressive, but I was just more so, like, I would walk away from conflict. I would be like, you know what, I'm not dealing with this, you can leave. And I think that's what makes me appreciate him that much more, is, like, he, he knew my past, he understood what I went through. He would sit down and be like, I'm gonna wait here until you're ready to talk. I'm not leaving, you're not leaving, whenever you're ready, we can have this conversation. And I was, like, I would cry. I literally would be like, I'm not used to this. Like, I, I don't know what, like, healthy, like, habits are in a relationship, how to communicate. Mm -hmm. So, like, all of that that followed me, it wasn't like a, I know how to be in a relationship. It was like, I have to grow into being a person that's ready for one. Mm -hmm. And with the way, like, the fast pace that, like, my relationship grew, it made me that much more better of a person, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely crazy, y'all. Dang, so that was our trauma dump of this podcast, yeah. and I want to make sure uh, we all know we're human out here. <laughs> um, so we got about eh, a couple minutes left. What's uh, You guys got a last one to end it on, maybe? Let's go longer if you guys want. It's, yeah. not, it's not hard to edit because it's one camera today. We're, we're almost pushing an hour. So, so. <laughs> like, since we're on, like, craziest thing that's happened to you. Should we stop recording and record again before it stops? Nah, it's all right. It should be good. <laughs> okay. And, like, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you at work? What's I'll drop crazy this right story now. from work. I'm a name drop. When I oh. worked at Plato's Closet, there was this bitch assistant manager named Esmeralda. Bro, this girl was fucking weird. This girl was so weird. So, 
This is the type of girl that would like. I'm scared to upload. She was the type of girl that would try to act like she built what you are. Like I would wear pink and be like, and I would talk to my friends and be like, yeah, I love the color pink. She would hop in and be like, are you saying that because I said my favorite color is pink? I love pink, and I said that. You probably heard that, huh? And I'd be like, what? Like, girl, any majority of any girl will say their favorite color is pink. That's well, pretty basic. This girl went as far into her job <laughs> to try to freaking make my life hell. And I mean mm. that. I had friends um, when I worked there, and like my best friends. Like, we were like hella close at the time. And she would purposely, like, when we'd get scheduled together, she would task me away from them and then like work with them. But then when it'd be my turn to do her task, she'd be like, oh, you can do it alone. She would talk crap about me to my own friends. And then I remember our clique would like have like these little parties. And I remember one time hearing, like, they had one, I was getting invited to it, and I don't know where they had it, and I wasn't, and I was like, that's weird. Um, so I ended up telling my friends, because they were talking about it in front of me, so I was like, jokingly, but like trying to get the tea, I was like, oh, what didn't I wasn't there. And both of the guys were like, so then I went up to them, I was like, damn, that's kind of awkward. So I was like, hey, like, sorry, didn't mean to make it weird, like, I know you guys are doing your own thing. He was like, nah, dude, I gotta tell you, you were the first on your list to get invited, we were hell excited to have you go. She came up to us when she got invited and said, I don't want her there. And they were like, oh, you guys are beefing? We didn't even know. She was like, no, I just don't want her there. And I'm like, at the time, we didn't have any beef. We didn't have any, like, weird tension. So I'm like, where is this coming from? When I would call her out on it, she would be like, I just think we need to keep this professional. I just think that. So I made it, I made it my job to make her job hell. Like, I literally would treat her like crap. We have, I should have brought it. That's like another petty story, a, huh? Bro, we had yeah. a contract <laughs> that, not the store owner, they're like, regional manager had to make a contract for us to sign that we would stop beefing. Like, we had to sign it, signature it all. And y'all were still wow. beefing when you guys wrote it? Like, some of you, you guys trying to write the signature that. bigger? She literally made me laugh so hard because I made her cry one time. She was, she tried being the, the big guy and, like, taking me to the back and this girl's body language is like, I just think you're trying to compete with me and I just think that you're, like, trying to boss me around. And I stood there straight face and I was like, girl, there's nothing to compete with. You'll be like, dog, we work at Plato's closet. Like, you're a position above me. Why am I going to be beefing with you? Like, what is there to beef over? Yeah. And I remember she's trying to talk, 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 and I'm standing there, and I was like, you're contradicting what you're saying. Like, I'm making her feel stupid. I'm like, you're contradicting. You're being hypocritical. hypocritical. And she's, like, crying, like, trying to hold it back. She's like, I think this conversation's done. And I was like, good, because you're wasting my time. Boom, leave the back room. This girl's crying, being the big old baby, saying, she's bullying me, dude. I'm like, bitch, you're, you're going to start and pick a fight that you cannot finish. Uh, wow. y'all ugly. Yeah. <laughs> y'all look, look ugly. Yeah, man. Dang, I fun. don't know, man. That's I know now we got work stories. I know <laughs> at the Who's. I won't say Who's. Who's. What? Oh, so when y'all call yourselves that, uh, it's cool. <laughs> but Musashi says Wahoos one time. One time. Anyways, um, I will say this. These hands are meant for everybody. I don't care how old you are. Stupid. <laughs> You're fucking no, dude, get this. So 18 year, unders are there or what? <laughs> what? 18 and unders are there too? Even them too, the little fucking ankle for everybody. No, dude, okay, so last year during football season, so this is like um, towards like uh, final, so this is like when all like playoffs are happening, and the Rams were playing that, that day that I was working, and there was this lady there that was eating, and I guess like throughout her entire stay that she was there, she was like going around like grabbing people, like touching them, and, like, I would just have to get, like, so many, like, complaints of people telling me, like, hey, there's this lady out there that's, like, touching people, like, people are complaining, and I'm just, like, okay, like, 
I didn't want to deal with it, but because I was like the only other older person there, it's kind of like I have to take initiative and be like, okay, like I have to go play manager today. Like I don't get paid for that, but I will have to go play manager. So I ended up going outside because there, like the last one was like, this kid was like, yo, like this lady just grabbed me. Like she's been really irritating, like try, like trying to just the whole shit out there. So I go tell her, I was like, hey, ma'am, I'm really sorry, but I'm actually going to have to have you close out and, like, finish your beer and get out. And she was like, why? And I was like, well, I've just been receiving a lot of complaints about you today with your behavior, and I can't have that in my patio. And she was like, She said, in my patio. She said, (laughs) you need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I feel like I'm being discriminated. Like, why don't you make them leave? And I was like, ma'am you're the common denominator in this problem everybody has made complaints about you in the past two hours and I think it's time you need to go so she starts arguing with me she's like well I'm not leaving blah 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 so the long table that's out at Wahoo's is like a whole bunch of kids like our age they're like yeah she needs to get out like so oh, they're like yeah. they're all chanting so they're like, leave, the people across from across that were sitting across from her they're like how much is her tab like i'll pay for her tab like just try to get the fuck out and so i'm like just standing there like well shit what am i gonna do now hey if somebody was like you need to leave in there to pay my tab oh man i'm I'm a fucking daddle (laughs) no this is the worst part of it all she gets so angry she tries to fucking lunge at me like full fucking like lunge at me and i like this is probably like where like the worst part of it all. <laughs> I squared the fuck up. Yeah. It was like it was like a like McDonald's video. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't get paid enough, but I can pay these hands. Literally, like I was about to square up with someone's like 50, 60 year old grandmother, oh like God. out there. I did not yeah. care. I was like, you are not gonna touch me. And like the person from the table on the side literally got up and like grabbed her, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? So it was just like this big old mess. I had to call the cops. So Fresno PD, you're a shit department because I literally called the cops to come get this bitch. They had the audacity to tell me, well, can you tell her to leave? I fucking called you for that very reason. If I gra- if I knew I could grab her and drag her out of my patio, I would have done that shit a whole 30, 40 minutes ago. I was like, I literally called you guys for you to come do your job. I'm not going to go talk to her. You guys need to go deal with her. I'll call and her Tate. Okay, we'll Shut go we'll go talk to her. What would they he literally do? sat there for like twenty minutes talking to this lady and I was like, So you can't take her out you can't just fucking drag her out here. Like I have multiple people telling you like, Hey, she's been grabbing people, blah blah blah. Yeah. And if I knew I was gonna have to do your job, that shit would have been taken care of the first fucking lunch she did. Yeah. That's all funny. I think the weirdest thing I've dealt with at work, I think when I was working at Telemundo, um obviously you have a lot of like you know, talent, like, new, like you know, news people and, like, uh, weather girls that are, like, attractive. So whenever we'd go out and shoot, we'd always get the weirdest dudes, like, trying to come up and, like, oh, hey, I seen you on TV, and you're, can, we, can I get a picture? And, you know, that's okay, cool. But, like, one time we were downtown, and some dude, like, wanted to take a picture. Cool, we took a picture. But then, like, he was sticking around in, like, a really awkward way where it's kind of like, oh, you know, we're trying to work. Uh, yeah. Can you leave? And then he, like, took another picture, and he, like, kind of grabbed her. What? Like really weird. And I was like, yo, and like that's what I had to go to bodyguard. Like, <laughs> first part of my first part of me was like, damn, I ain't getting paid enough to freaking be a freaking oh, yeah. bodyguard. Another part of me was like, I right, like obviously I'm the only dude here. Like let me like you know I gotta handle this. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, the dude got all like weird. He's like, no, 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 sorry, sorry. And I was like, 
bro, you're like 50. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> go, like leave. And then luckily the dude left, but like, it was just always stuff like that. Like one time we had a dude like follow somebody all the way like from where they lived to the office. And like, he was just like looking around the parking lot and stuff. And it was just really awkward. Um, yeah, I just always stuff like that. But besides that, I mean, luckily it's been chill. I, I mean, my job is pretty simple. It's not that crazy. But the only crazy thing I'll ever see is, like, parents from opposing team will, like, harass players while they're playing. That's about it. Football games, I'll probably see gang members fighting. That's about it. But it's pretty common. Oh, yeah, football games are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? What was it, last season? When those, like, people oh, the one that went all over Twitter? Oh, oh, yeah, that one. That was crazy. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs, man. <laughs> USC this week. Oh, yeah, USC. Oh. They're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, well, all right, y'all. It's been the 5% Podcast. Shout out to our two hosts for this week. Um, can't wait till next week. And as always, y'all, make sure you follow Musashi on TikTok. He'll be sharing a bunch of cool content on there. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Premium. Nothing. <laughs> Hit him now with me for feet pics. <laughs> and besides that, y'all, y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye. Woo! I need that a pee. I was good.